Welcome to Kingdom Talk Radio Hour with Dennis McCork, founder of God Hope Ministries. Kingdom Talk is where Christ is King, and we are the subjects and citizens of the Kingdom of God. Yes, we are, and we are Kingdom Talk Radio Hour. That's Talk Radio 1550KXEX, the best talk in town. We are a voice in the wilderness. We are moving forward. If not us, who? If not now, when? If not here, where? We must take a stand. We are talking today about how resistance and persecution, um, it fosters strength and courage in Christ. So we're going to be covering some subjects today that are very important, but I'm so glad to have our co-host here, our special guest host. He's not really anymore. He's You're special, but you're not. You're here, our regular uh, co-host, uh, Philville. Uh, it's great to have you here, sir. It's always great. And it's great having you back, Dennis. We missed you last week, Lolo and I. Yeah, you guys did a great job. It was a lot of fun. I told you, you better do a lousy job because if you do a great <laughs> job and it becomes viral, I'm going to hate you. So, But you guys did a great job. It and was a blast. We had a blast. It was really good. I, I, I would recommend everybody to go back and listen to that. So Mr. Loto is traveling. He's, uh, He's on, on assignment on as well assignment. in the field. So uh, we're, we're just grateful for his heart and... Uh, his uh, perspectives, and we're going to miss him today. Uh, but we have to move forward and advance yes. the purposes of God that have been ordained for us from the foundation of the world yes. that we should walk in them now. And what did you do for a Father's Day? How was your Father's Day? I said? Father's Day, you know, I, I, here's how I look at it. Every day yeah. is Father's Day. Okay. Okay. Every day is Mother's Day. Every day is Resurrection oh. Day. So, so, uh, I had a wonderful time, just a glorious day, uh, and, uh, had, uh, uh, you know, a friend over as well. And, um, we had a great meal together, but, but, uh, just, uh, with Carmen and I, and, uh, just, uh, really, uh, enjoyed uh, the day in the Lord, you know, in the word, you know, at worship was awesome at, at church. Uh, and, uh, the word came forth. It was just a glorious day. How about you? amazing time with uh, my third my third father's day so okay it's always great I congratulations love it. I, don't know, I don't know why i'm always counting but i love it i love it uh, my wife was sick so she's under the weather so just my da- daughter and i went to church yeah and then we spent time with uh, the in-laws and then my, yeah. my dad it was it was amazing good good time yeah that's excellent that's excellent you know and so we're about the father's business yes today and that's going to be talking about and uh really not just talking but just um prayerfully in a, in a spirit of prayer you know, how do we respond to this blasphemous prayer that was prayed out in front of city hall in fresno uh as uh, uh there with the rainbow flag you know flying with the endorsement of pastor jerry dyer and then we're also going to oh, be talking you got a promotion pastor what's that you said pastor did i say pastor yeah mayor mayor, yeah, mayor. Give him a promotion. okay there you go thank you for that clarification uh, and so we're going to also be talking about resistance and persecution and how that we take a stand, but also uh, this term that's bandied mm-hmm. about and misused uh, Christian nationalism and how do we uh, respond to that. And uh, also a letter, and I'm going to make it an open letter that I wrote to the governor of California regarding the Great radical letter. abortion yeah. bills that are being pushed really upon society here in California. So um, we have a lot to talk about, uh, but we're... Uh, not going to shy away from the scriptures on kingdom talk here. And you have a verse there in Ephesians 5, I think 11 and 12. You want to go ahead and read that, Phil? Ephesians 5, 11. Have nothing to do with the acts of darkness, 
They don't produce anything. Good. Show what they are really like. It is shameful even to talk about what people who don't obey do in secret. Yes, that is exactly God's word. Uh, We are called in love to speak truth. And uh, it says, uh, have no fellowship or participation. That word koinonia there in the Greek, in Ephesians 5.11, have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness means to uh, not have communion with, to to uh, participate, to fellowship, um, and uh, really to um, in any way condone uh, the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather what? Reprove them. For it's a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret. Now, this is this is God's word that's written by the Apostle Paul by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. I'm all in with Jesus. You're in, we are in with Christ. We are in and on board with the apostles. We are believers in God's word. And so wow. there's no compromise there. So you know? it doesn't say have uh, what you feel is the acts of darkness. Right. What you sense or when you, uh, oh, let's just go by what society tells us. No have nothing to do with the acts of darkness. That's right. And we have clear definition of what are the works of darkness. They're listed in several places in Scripture, and we're going to talk about that. You know, what does the Bible say about marriage? What does God say about abortion? What does God say about loving the stranger and things like that? So we're going to look at some of those Scriptures here in a little bit, but um, it's not unclear, you know, what are the works of darkness? And... Um, there are many, but the reality is, is that the, the enemy, meaning the devil has really pushed this particular issue to the fore with regards to homosexuality. You know, we, the church are not wanting this to be the main issue with regards to the stand that we take in the world, in the cult. Sure. Uh, we, we are responding to what's being brought to us and foisted upon us uh, by the LBGTQ community. Um, You know, we need to authentically embrace and love and communicate with those who are struggling with the sin of homosexuality. Uh, You know, we all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So we support and... uh, we bless and we love all people. We do not support and condone all lifestyles or actions, do we? No, no, yeah. we don't. Yeah, that's super important that we recognize that, you know, we love the sinner and we hate the sin. And it's the sin in our own heart, our own lives, you know, pride, you know, gluttony, jealousy, lust, um, hatred, you know, racism, anything like that. We, we must confess our sins for he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So this is not about hate. This is about love. When we take a stand like today here in the heart of California, in Fresno, California, pastors and leaders, we're going to be there taking a stand against this blasphemous prayer that was prayed at city hall in front of the flagpoles there. Let's go ahead and play that clip. Are we ready to go there? You, God, are the ultimate transgressor, queerer of norms that harm and confine 
and the bear witness to the glory of the strange. You, queer one, queering one, reveal the gifts of falling outside the lines. You break open possibilities. Of- yeah, there you go. So that's straight on uh, the quote from the so-called pastor uh, there in Fresno. I won't mention his name or his church. But um, we love him enough to say, brother, if you are one, which I should, I wouldn't even say that. I would just say, sir, uh, please consider that uh, that uh, this is uh, a verbal assault on the character of God. Queer of norms. You know, he says yeah. scandalous one uh, earlier on, which, yes. which in one sense, I understand God is scandalous to man's ways. He's scandalous to traditions of men that go against God's word. God is scandalous when it comes to challenging us and causing us, if we are unrepentant, to stumble on the stumbling stone so that we fall and stumble and come under judgment. Uh, He's scandalous to sin. He's scandalous to the devil. Mm. He's scandalous to homosexuality and all sin, as I just listed. So uh, the uh, idea that... um, you would use that terminology when uh, the words have meaning. And, uh, you know, queer is a term that's used for sexuality, and it has to do with <clears throat> breaking from sexual norms and everything from homosexuality to, to non-binary expressions of gender and, you know, uh, transgenderism and all of this. So it's an umbrella term. And uh, let me just, you know, state this. God is not queer. He's not the queering one. Um and uh, this is uh, an attack on uh, the very foundations of our faith. Now, it's a free country. We support this pastor and anyone else to pray whatever they want to pray as far as not bringing the long arm of the law against them, okay? So, but we don't support the prayer. We don't support endorse. what was said. We don't endorse it. So we're free as well. Yes, we so stand against it. We stand against it. We refute it. Again, have no fellowship, participation, communion with, okay? Sharing in, have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. And this is what we're doing here on Kingdom Talk Radio. And that's controversial, right? It, and and, and this, contra- this controversy happening with the mayor. The mayor was there praying along, and some Christians are saying he shouldn't have been there. Some Christians said he, he should be there. You know, thank you for making that point, Phil, because, you know, originally, you know, it's very clear that, you know, we reject all types of sin, again, even in our own lives, okay? But I was not quick to condemn the mayor's fostering and supporting of putting up the flag. I was against his lack of support for Adventure Church. I was him not speaking up for the church, okay? All of that. But I hesitated to condemn the act of putting up the flag. Well, now it's become clear to me, you know, after about a year, that I do think that was a misstep. That was a very big misstep by the mayor to put up the rainbow flag uh, because it has opened the door now. We've seen what's happened in a year. It's gone from putting up the flag to now this prayer. Yeah. So-called prayer. Maybe because the Christians are upset because when he ran... He ran on being a conservative evangelical. 
and to stand on Christian rights, right? Traditional values, yep. uh, And this is what ha- he stood against, not for the Christian faith, by in some leaders' perspectives. Yeah, no, it's, it's yeah. true. It by doing that, it it definitely advances not the cause of Christ, not the kingdom of God, but the kingdom of darkness. And we're not questioning the mayor's salvation. That's between him and God. But we are questioning his character and his decision to open the door really to the hordes of hell, you know, by putting up the flag and then Mm. being there at that prayer. And I guess shaking the hands I heard and being there, patting the pastor on the back, you know, after the prayer. So that is, is problematic. And uh, so how do we respond? You know, we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Uh, we need to be rooted in God's word. And we need to be loving, but also full of truth and faithful to God's word. So this is a challenge. This is our challenge, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, as citizens of the kingdom, that we are able to represent Christ. In the name of Jesus, we do this. And in the name means in the nature, the character, the spirit of Christ according to his will, doing it his way, in love, but yet in truth and faithfulness to God's word. So there is a press conference. Now, uh, this will air on Saturday, so the press conference will have already uh, been uh, done. But if you're listening live on Facebook today at 10 o'clock, where pastors are going to be making a public statement regarding this prayer that was prayed at the flagpoles there in front of City Hall in Fresno. So um, the uh, press conference is in Eaton Park, downtown Fresno, Eaton, E-A-T-O-N, and that's at 10 a.m. today, Wednesday, the 22nd of June. Now, so Phil, you know, there is uh, a lot of uh, buzz and talk going on around town on many radio programs regarding this prayer, and uh, there's different responses to it. Uh, again, you know, uh, we want to reach as many people as we can with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yes. In fact, right now, if you're listening and you're caught up in sin of any sort, pride, greed, uh, any sort of sin of uh, just hatred, and a rebellion against God. There's an opportunity for you right now. I don't care what that sin is. If you will repent, if you will put your faith in Jesus Christ, the holy and righteous Savior, the Son of God, the Son of Man, who walked the streets of Galilee, who walked on water on the Sea of Galilee, this miraculous divine Son of God who died on the cross for your sins, yes, He was obedient unto death, even death on the cross for you and I. Oh, come, let us reason together, says the Lord God. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. God is calling out to you, sir. He's calling out to you, ma'am, in tender, loving mercy. He's saying, I love you. I sent my son. God sent his only begotten son that whosoever believes on him will not perish but shall have everlasting life. He says, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. It's in reach right now today here in Fresno. And as these words of the gospel go out here from central Fresno here on out into the valley, on up into the mountains, 
and are reverberated around the world as you listen online. Yes, God loves you and he sent his son. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved, you and your whole family. If you will trust in him, believe on him, follow him, deny yourself, take up your cross daily. Yes, be a disciple of Jesus Christ. Yes, simply just say, Lord, forgive me. I'm sorry for my sins. I believe on you. I believe that you rose from the dead. I believe that you ascended into heaven and now I ask for your Holy Spirit to be poured out and he fills you even now with his spirit. Believe and receive the Holy Spirit now to be empowered to then walk in a life that is pleasing to God. Oh yes, you'll fall. Yes, you'll sin. But you can be quick to repent and to walk in righteousness and glorify God that men would see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. So hallelujah. Welcome to the kingdom of God. And so so we want to make sure that we're communicating that opportunity to all who will repent and put their trust in Jesus Christ. Amen. Yeah. Thank you for the opportunity. We know that your heart, Kingdom Talk, is we're not just we're not just any old political uh, stance that we try to do on the radio program, which is great. It's time. It's, there's time for that. Yeah. But there's a reason why we do what we do. What mm-hmm. you you've God has given you that vision is to reach the lost. And you you have a heart of evangelist, evangelist, and I thank God for that. Well, thank you, Phil. And, uh, yes, we always want to be uh, giving people that opportunity, including this man who prayed the prayer. Yes. Uh, and, um, you know, sometimes people who put their faith in Jesus are still caught up in sin. So, you know, I don't, I don't know where this man is at uh, there. But I do invite him to not just wear religious garb, okay? Some people call it garb-age, okay? Um, Not just to go to church, not to use Christianese language, but to actually be a follower of Jesus, which means denying yourself, denying your own preferences. You and I have to deny our own preferences. We have an inclination towards sin. Just like this man who calls himself a pastor has an inclination towards sin. You have that. I have that. And we have to deny sin that. Sin is sin, yes. We are all uh, struggling, and uh, we were all born in sin and shaped in iniquity. And so we must then uh, rise up in faith to follow Jesus, which means obey him. The Great Commission. Yeah. The Great Commission, the end of Matthew, right? Yes. He says all authority. Go ahead, Phil. Yeah, I... I was hearing you, you you taking a stand on this issue, which praise God for. But I know you, 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 you're out there in the community. You meet a lot of different people, who, different, different uh, walks of faith or different um, pastors, different leaders. Mm-hmm. What do you, how do you, I should say, what do you see in the pastors when you hear, hear them share their heart, why they're fearful to take a stand or why they don't, not more bold in taking a stand on this issue? Yeah. I think a lot of pastors are grieved over what's going on. Um, and I think that many of them don't want to be political. And we're going to talk about that. Such a great mm-hmm. question. We're going to talk about how it is that we're called to be principled, but not political. Mm-hmm. So we need to speak up on these principles that are God's word. So, you know, as a leader, as a pastor, um, we preach and teach God's word. And when you teach God's word, God speaks on abortion, homosexuality, uh, divorce, racism, 
Yes. Things like this. Even nations. So preach the word. Be instant in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering in doctrine. That's what we're called yes. to do, men and women of God, is to bring God's word to fore in all of his force of his spirit and take mm-hmm. a stand for such a time as this, God has put you in the kingdom. So that's a great kingdom, but now what a great question. And I think it's important to recognize that right now, though, there is a group of leaders and pastors that are courageously taking a stand. Yes. Today. And there's going to be a public statement today. So God bless those leaders who are willing to put their personal name and their church's name on that document. And, uh, uh, and you're going to be there. I'm going to be there. I've actually put my name on there and, 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 um, uh, uh, got hope Inc on there. Cause I absolutely want to identify with these brothers, uh, and these churches, uh, as those who are in love yes. taking a stand. And so we will get into that as far as that's a transition into that. Even right now is that, um, resistance and persecution fosters strength and courage in Christ. So these are opportunities, Kairos moments right now uh, as we are taking a stand, even just today right here in Fresno. Uh, and the reality is, is that uh, we are called to be those ones who will preach God's word and will speak on abortion because abortion is forbidden in Scripture in Exodus 20, chapter 20 and, and, and chapter 21, verses 22 to 24. Um, traditional marriage is extolled, okay, and affirmed by Jesus. In Matthew 19, the disciples come unto him and say, is it lawful to divorce a man for every cause? And so there were two schools of thoughts there in the first century. In the Hebrew rabbinic uh, tradition, there was uh, Shimei and Hillel. Shimei was the more conservative one, Hillel was the more liberal one. Hillel said that you could divorce your wife from everything to burning your toast to whatever. Shimei said that you could uh, have a divorce uh, only for fornication, but you actually had to divorce. You couldn't keep your wife if she committed or vice versa, but only men were allowed to divorce back in the first century in Judaism. That I, I can even follow. That's a lot of different <laughs> rules. That's, yeah. That's- yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy to think about. But then Jesus yeah. responds with the answer from God himself with how, how do you respond to that? And, um, and, 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 and Jesus said, did you, have you not read? And that's what he says to us. Have you not read God's word? Uh, you know, in the beginning, he created them male and female created he them. Uh, and he said, um, he said that man should uh, leave his father and mother and cleave unto his wife that they may be one. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no man divide, let no man put asunder. Then they say to him, they say, Jesus, you know, um, Moses said in your, in the law that you ought to write a bill of divorcement and divorce your wife. And Jesus said, Moses allowed this because of the hardness of your heart. But from the beginning, it wasn't so from Genesis one and two, um, and he says, truly, I say unto you, if any man puts away his wife, except for the cause of fornication and marries another, he commits adultery and whosoever marries her that is divorced commits adultery. And then the disciples say unto him, well, this is a hard saying. 
you know, it's not good to be married. Who can receive it? And, and so, so Jesus said that, um, that saying of being celibate is not for everyone, but for those to whom it is given. For some men are born eunuchs or celibate, um, from the womb. Some are made eunuchs of men. Some make themselves eunuchs for the kingdom of God. So, so marriage is important between a man and a woman, not between two men. Now, the cult juror can try to redefine marriage, yes. but we we go by God's word, right? Correct. I I know that we need to take a stand, but it it I just goes back to today. I thank God there are pastors and leaders that are taking a stand. Yes, I think we're saying it's enough. It's enough. The the fight for our children is worth it. We mm-hmm. need to, we can't be silent anymore. And there's a fight. I love, that's what I love about Pastor Anthony at Adventure Church. Yeah. I love that there's a fight there. And uh, the, the podcast is great. You got to listen to the podcast. Oh, yes. There. Yeah. They're not offended podcast. Not offended. Airing on KXEX yes. this weekend. This the premier. Yes. Yes. Premier shows. Yes. This they, weekend. They have, there's fight. We got to have that fight. KXEX. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. And we really just got to have that, that, um, the mentality. No matter what we do, our actions. Even if it looks like we're not winning, the, we got to share the word of God. Share we we God. do. And let the chips fall where they may. Yes. You know, we're human. We're going to make missteps. But our desire is to represent Christ in every way possible to glorify him. And so, you know, again, to be principled, to preach the word, be instant in season, reprove, rebuke. We must take that stand. Now, again, abortion is forbidden in Scripture. All right. Uh, traditional marriage is the standard. Yes. Okay. A homosexuality is forbidden. Romans chapter one, one, first Corinthians chapter six. He says, know you not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God, neither adulterers, fornicators, uh, homosexuals, extortioners. And he says, and such were past tense, some of you. So this is the beauty of the gospel. If any man be in Christ, he's become a new creation. All things have become new, and old things have passed away. And so uh, I love that how in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, Paul says such were We have ex-homosexuals in the kingdom of God, ex-gay, ex-murderers, ex-child uh, abuse, ex-extortioners uh, and thieves, drunkards, and drug addicts, uh, because the blood of Jesus is powerful. If we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, meaning God and the Son and each other in the Spirit, all right? Yes. One with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from not some sin, but all sin, First John chapter 1. So, again, brothers and sisters, let's not be cowards. Let's be courageous. Let's take a stand on these things. It's not about being political. It is about being principled. Kingdom minded, yes, and speaking up on these things, we need to go and fulfill the great commission. Jesus said, "All authority has been given me in heaven and earth." I love how the the great commission—I call it the great commission sandwich. Okay, it's sandwiched with all authority has been given me in heaven and earth. So, just open your Bibles to the end of chapter twenty-eight, very end of the Gospel of Matthew, first Gospel in the New Testament, and you'll see this. 
All authority has been given me in heaven and earth. And then he closes it out with, lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. So those are the two slices of bread there. Now, the meat there in the sandwich is, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey all things whatsoever I've commanded you. Yes. So that's what we're doing here on Kingdom Talk, is we are wanting to make disciples. Yeah, and we're saying, uh, hey, do you remember what that trip we went to in Disney, to Disney? Yeah, it was we, amazing. Yeah, and just refresh our memories real quick. You uh, and I and Loto was a it, couple months that, ago, right? We went on a road trip right after the show. We're like, we're going to go to LA. We so spontaneously spon- just dropped everything. And that we that had a morning. big rally of worship. And we, it was a five hour drive. Yeah, hilarious. Great, great time. Uh, so many things we won't mention on the air. Um, Christian things, don't, don't worry about that. <laughs> but we, we we went down there and took a stand on on family values. We took a stand. In with, front of Disney, didn't in we? In front of the Disney Literally studios. at the Disney headquarters. It made national news. Amazing. Yeah, your face is right there. <laughs> and uh, so we're worship, worshiping there, and, and and people said, what what difference is that going to make? What difference is that going to make? And are you taking a stand? And fast forward, we're starting, starting to see that Disney's been impacted slowly. You've seen it. Hundreds of. I mean, I don't know how many, I think it wasn't hundreds of millions of dollars that is that they've lost. Yes, yes. Because and people have spoke up and said, we're not going to participate. We're not going to buy the movies. We're not going to go to Disneyland. And and so there's been an outcry, and it really hasn't had an impact on their bottom line. Their stock has plummeted. Yeah, and there was a, a movie that was released, uh, Buzz Lightyear, mm-hmm. and it flopped. It's flopped. Why did it flop? And people are saying because a lot of countries abandoned it because the homosexual uh, endorsement because the 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 gay the gay kiss in a children's uh, movie. So there was a gay kiss yes, on yes. Buzz Lightyear. Goodness oh, you didn't hear gracious. about that. I yeah. remember. Yeah. No, I I do know that there was controversy on that, mm-hmm. I, and I knew that there was a character that was gay, and they were promoting homosexuality. But I didn't know there was an actual kiss in the movie. I understand there was a kiss. I mean, I yeah. haven't, I haven't seen yeah. it. No, that's that's well. This is the thing. I remember Buzz Lightyear raising my kids. Uh, yeah, there was that. Uh, Episode three, Buzz Lightyear, he goes yeah. off to college. Okay. Oh, the uh, Andy goes to college. Andy. Yes. The and, boy. And yeah, number two or it's a three. I think it was three. Okay. But it might have yeah. been two. But the bottom line is, is that, um, get chapter and verse for that, brother. No. <laughs> so, so the thing is, is that um, my son was going off to college. Yeah. And my wife, she, I, we both wept. She, she walked out. She couldn't, she couldn't watch the movie. Do uh, you remember that movie? It's kind of oh, sad. Yeah, it's it, a tearjerker. It, but then our son literally, we, we he watched one and two. We had to give him his Buzz Lightyear toy. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about Father's Day and just you yeah. know thinking about him and everything. But you know that was you know very sad uh, to think about. Uh, you know, as far as sending our child off to college, yeah. right? Um, but now, movie. how much woke. how grieving is it yeah. that it's so woke there? that they're promoting this in Buzz Lightyear series. This is yeah, very and, sad. And it's so, they call it Lightyear, right here in Breitbart, Lightyear, the latest piece of child grooming media from the predators of the Walt Disney Company. Wow. Well, that's a strong word. Now, yeah, we're yeah. not saying that, you know, everyone at Disney, obviously, because we had that wonderful person that got up and spoke in front of Disney. Yes. She's an yes. employee. She says, we're taking Destiny. a stand. Yeah. There are many closet Christians. She didn't use that term, but closet Christians in Disney, but we're going to come out of the closet and we're going to take a stand at Disney and say wow. we're against this. And that was courageous on her part. This amazing actress who's 
in the parades at Disneyland. Hey, what was, was her name again? Anyway, I, I think it was Destiny. Destiny. It was yeah. Destiny. Yeah. And uh, we're not saying the workers. We're not saying a lot of a lot of people. But immediately, remember the controversy. Of the, the CEO. Of, yeah, they're they have an agenda. They're going to put more and the more into their content. And Chris Evans, who was who played Buzz Lightyear, he called uh, the what he calls dinosaurs with thinking. Yeah, yeah, old he, yeah, yeah. So they're going to die, die off. Yeah. in the way of our our thinking. Right, so, old old school like uh, marriages between a man and a woman. Yes, yes. Old school like we don't want to sexualize our children too early. <laughs> sexualize them. Period. You know, as far as in their upbringing. You know, um, uh, old school like we don't want to promote uh, transgender uh, surgeries. Yeah, transitioning castration. Uh, of, chemical castration literally yeah. mastectomies double mastectomies yes. on young girls this is child abuse and that, that that is what it is uh and many there was a doctor that bragged about how many surgeries that he had done on children uh and how much money he made and uh so yes reprove yes rebuke exhort with all long suffering now with patience you know, we need to be patient we need to be you know, not uh, quick to judge and condemn, but we certainly condemn the principles that are behind this, okay? Yes. And we call all to repentance. There's hope for you. There's hope if you're struggling with any of this to put your trust in Jesus Christ. And so, again, this is what we're doing on Kingdom Talk Radio every Saturday from 12 to 1. That's 1550 KXEX. That's uh, here on your AM dial, and we're grateful to have this opportunity to be not just talking kingdom but demonstrating it like we're going to be doing as soon as we are done with this we're going to go out to the center of fresno in eaton park e-a-t-o-n eaton park and we're going to have a press conference we're going to take a stand for what's right what's good in love but giving that clarion call to repentance and faith in jesus christ so so we see that that uh Again, abortion is forbidden in Scripture. Traditional marriage is uh, extolled and promoted as the standard for marriage. We don't let the world define who we are. And leaders, if you're teaching the Bible and you're not speaking on these things, you're leaving God's people bereft of the very implements of war that are necessary for the spiritual warfare that we're in. Because the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but not fleshly, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought, every ideology, every false principle unto the obedience of Christ. And, you know, God's looking for a few good men, a few good women. This is not just a job. This is an adventure. And people are looking for those that are willing to take a stand John Wesley said, someone asked him, how do you draw a crowd? He said, you just light yourself on fire and people come and watch you burn. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to be on fire for what's good and what's right, for God's kingdom, for the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that's what's going to bring in so many young people. When we take a stand, leaders, I heard a pastor just just talk just this last week about how he's been teaching on these things and people are coming to the church. They're flocking to his church from out of town because they want to hear about what does the Bible say about abortion? about divorce and remarriage. You know, what does it say about homosexuality and racism? You know, how do we love the immigrant and and so on? And so we're called 
to take a stand. You know, the Bible speaks against racism. You know, in Matthew 5, 21, it says, uh, you have heard of old, you shall not kill. But I say unto whosoever is angry with his brother without a cause is in danger of the judgment. Okay? So, whosoever shall say, uh, you know, raka, which means vain fellow, um, shall be in danger of the council. Uh, and, uh, and so the bottom line is, is that we are called to love one another. Uh, we're not called to be hateful, especially without a cause. And certainly because it's the color of someone's skin uh, is not a cause to hate somebody. Uh, so we must renounce all sin and uh, give that call, you know, to, to repentance. You know, it says uh, in Timothy, you know, uh, Paul is, is instructing his protege, Timothy, his apostolic emissary that he sent out to represent him and to expand the kingdom. You know, he talks about in, in um, you know, to, to obey ma- leaders, okay, magistrates, um, and to, um, to, to reprove in meekness those that are opposing. And he says, um, for such were, again, past tense, some of you, um, such, such, such were some of you when you once were disobedient, foolish, deceived, you know, um, hateful and hating one another, serving diverse lusts and pleasures. But after the kindness and love of God, our Savior toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness, which he have done, but according to his mercy, he has saved us by the washing of regeneration of the word. So, you know, we must recognize that we were once darkness. Now we're light. So we ought to walk as children of the light. Again, Ephesians 5. So now you were a perfect teenager, right? You you did everything exactly <laughs> right. And mom always was pleased with everything you did, Phil. Uh, what she knew about. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's do uh, a little truth telling here. Yeah, no, 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 <laughs> Is she listening no, in? No, actually, she passed away in 2020. Oh, but okay. I do praise God for her godly example and. And we just did the best we could in, in attending church. But, yeah, I faced normal temptations. Uh, but, you know, it's something like today, what the world is is, is facing the temptation they got. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we call what family event back then, a family event now, what's happening in, in the, at the zoo, right? Are you going to be going to the zoo this, this, was it this Friday? I'm really seriously praying about it. I want to go. Yeah. I, think, I think I am going to go. Um, and so um, we— Drag a family— it says, what's a family, GV Wire, what's a family-friendly drag queen event? Right. That's that's this Friday it? in Fresno. Yeah. Right? So today's the 22nd, so that'd be the 24th, right? Um, yeah. So so that'd be Friday the 24th at yes. the Fresno Zoo. Uh, so it, it is called a family-friendly dra- drag performance. And there's a, uh, a children's meet and greet with queens and drag queens. At the show, so this is not appropriate. No, uh, this is the agenda. Yeah, it's it's just what we're ta- what we're talking about, and how that we must be able to bring God's word to play here when we look at these things and to see and what is God saying about this, you know, and how do we respond? So, you know, wow, as citizens, drag queens at the zoo, yeah, of the kingdom of God, drag queens, uh, we take kids to field trips for drag queens and drag queens are, I hear prominent ones saying that the children need to learn what what do they need to learn what what's 
your the desire to dress up? What what is this? You know, years ago, I remember my wife took our son on a field trip with the class, and they went to a museum, and they had um, a display there talking about you know First Nation people and some of the traditions they had and how they made baskets and they they weaved baskets with reeds. Yeah. And so the instructor took a reed and put it across another reed and it looked like a plus or a cross. Mm-hmm. And so my son's friend says, oh, that's like the cross. And the instructor just kind of said, well, actually, this is what they do. You know, he's kind of just dismissed it. Yeah. And then, and then she just took another reed and put it across and, and the little boy innocently mm-hmm. and rightly said, that's like the cross of Jesus Christ. He said, no, that's a plus sign. That's a plus sign. <laughs> you know, and he kept trying to... Get away from that, you know? Yeah. And so I told, I just told Carmen, you're probably glad I wasn't there because I would have, if I was there, I'm pretty, 100%, yeah, almost 100%. I know what you would do. I would have said, yes, Johnny, that's like the cross. The cross that Jesus <laughs> died on for all of our sins yes. and rose from the dead. And all those who put their faith in Jesus Christ will have salvation. So, you yes, Johnny, right there in the middle you the are world. right. That yeah. is like the cross of Jesus Christ. <laughs> and so... So the thing is, we do need to make those opportunities, you know, and seize them and take those opportunities, I should say. And, um, but that's back then. Now it's not things like that. It's, it's, it's not only that they're pushing aside the gospel in the public square, but they're actually promoting works of darkness. Yes. And at the zoo with children. Sexualizing children at a young age. Why are they doing, why are they wearing thongs? What's... Why are they showing out in front nudity? of the church? Why are they uh, putting prostates, all this and that, for in front of children yeah. and forcing them to what you can see videos of them turning the heads of young children who are turning away mm-hmm. to look at this stuff? And and Florida, DeSantis, hats off to to him. He he wants to make it a federal crime for for uh, exposing young children to a lot of this. Yeah. Well, you know uh, nudity. It, yeah. it is, it is, uh, hurtful yes. and it is damaging and we're not going to be silent. You know, even though they want to cower us into a corner and bludgeon us with terms like, you know, Christian nationalism, you know? And so, um, as citizens, you know, Jesus said, let your light shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father. He says, you are light because he is light. We are light. And he says, what I tell you in secret, that proclaim on top of the housetops. Yes. And we will, by God's grace, fulfill the Great Commission. And we will, at every opportunity, bring the gospel of the kingdom of God to give people an opportunity to find salvation. And so these are the uh, things that we're facing as citizens of the kingdom. And so we must be rooted and grounded in Christ and in our identity as new creations in Christ, sons and daughters of God, and not over-identify with anything else. Like even, even our sexuality, I mean, that's not our main identity, you know? Who we have sex with, I mean, certainly it needs to be a monogamous relationship between a man and a woman in the covenant of marriage, but that's not our main identity even, although it's part of who we are. Uh, and it's so easy to make things into identity they call it identity politics yes because they're focusing on identity and replacing god in that identity who are you who are you have a questioning causing confusion on your 
identity. Identity. It, uh, yeah, over 200 pronouns now or, or, or it, genders, it, I should say. It can be racism yeah. and sexism if it's if it's done a certain way, you know. Uh, and so, um, yeah, that's so important that we recognize that the kingdom of God is a subculture. It is a cal- countercultural move of God. Yeah. It's called to turn the world upside down. And so the kingdom of God is the king and his citizens. That's yeah. you and I, believers in Christ. We need to protect the kids. Uh, Lodo sent this article uh, about suicide, suicides rise in states, allowing teens to seek medical care without parental parental consent. That's really huge. I mean, suicide is already on rise for depression, for mm-hmm. everything. But among the trans, among early transition, we're, we are really... Hurting, hurting our kids. You know, we don't want to make this the main issue, you know, here in the church, in the kingdom, or even on Kingdom Talk, but it keeps being brought to us. They're, they're the ones bringing it up. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. we're just responding. Yes. Uh, and um, again, there's all kinds of challenges that we're facing. We listed some of them, abortion and different different things, you know. Uh, and But uh, that is uh, such a mischaracterization of the truth with regards to suicide, what many want to do, unbelievers, those who are working against the cause of Christ, they want to say that the reason why there's a high suicide rate amongst homosexuals and those who are transgender is because of the Christian uh, acceptance. No, the Christians stand against it. The, yeah. the Christian, how Christians are speaking out against homosexuality, that it's a sin, that it ends up causing people to commit suicide because they're coming under condemnation and, uh, from Christianity. Well, yeah. this is exactly upside down. Okay. It, it, the reality is is that um, it's the fact that people are encouraging them down a path that they later that leads to hell, that leads to condemnation, that Regret. leads to bondage, yep. to sin, that people are desperate. They're... Um, lost and uh, oppressed uh, by sin, the world, and the devil. That's why there's a high suicide rate. Uh, That's that's the point, is that there's been many who have transitioned in their gender, had surgeries, and they regret it, and they say, why didn't someone love me enough to speak the truth? Google it. You know, this one man, he's he's, he's, uh, wanting to be the man of God that God's called him to, and he's weeping and saying, why didn't anybody warn me that what I was doing was wrong, that it was going to hurt me, that this was the wrong path? <clears throat> and so when we bring the gospel, we bring mercy and truth. We bring an opportunity for repentance and faith in Jesus. And there's hope. There's hope for you, no matter how far down that road you've gone, if you will turn to Christ and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. So it's not the fact that we're preaching the gospel. No, the gospel is hope. The gospel is good news. The bad news is is that there are some that are encouraging people to go in a different direction. And we're seeing that in belief in God. You're talking about believing in God. In, in Breitbart is reporting, belief in God among U.S. adults sank to an all-time low this year, according to the recent Gallup survey. Right. Now, when, you, when, I, when you're out evangelizing, we're out sharing the gospel, um, you'll ask people, you know, you know, uh, are you a Christian? They'll say, oh, yes, you know, I'm American, you know. So um, there's been a lot of seeker-sensitive, market-driven church 
ecclesiology or approach to the church. Um, and it has created a large swath of cultural Christians that uh, come to church because it's entertaining, uh, because it's culturally acceptable, and uh, their boss is Christian, so they might get a promotion. This happens. Okay, now, um, there's many true believers as well that are repenting authentically and putting their faith in Jesus. Uh, but um, now that the cult culture has turned against yeah. the church, those cultural Christians are fleeing. They're fleeing the church hmm. and making the church a more lean, mean, or loving, <laughs> fighting, spiritual fighting machine. So, so this can be a good thing. There's a polarization going on, Phil, in our society, and it's happening in the church, and it's a good thing. God's going to use it to separate the wheat from the chaff, the sheep from the goats, the good fish from the bad fish. We learn those parables there in Matthew, the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 13. So there is a separation going on. I think that's some of what we're seeing. What do you think? Yeah, and, and, and what I found here interesting to talk about back in the day, 98% versus 81% mm-hmm. today. But really, they look at the power of prayer. 42% of all Americans say God hears prayers and can intervene on a person's behalf. Okay, that's great, 42%, but we really got to pray for that, what's that, 58% mm-hmm. that are struggling. I, they might believe in God, but yeah. like you said, we're right now we're being challenged in spiritual warfare with all these woke, uh, not just woke, but uh, this secular society that really tries to stamp out God in, in media, mm-hmm. in, in, the, in, the, in the schools, and even uh, in the political realm, you can't talk about, about God. Where, where do where do we take a stand in, in saying God, we we repent of our ways and we want to bring prayer back here and uh, and and challenge our brothers and sisters. Yes, you know that's the point is to um, to be challenged ourselves mm-hmm. by God's word. That's why we're always wanting to be in the Word of God, uh, not just here on Kingdom Talk, but every day because you know our words, if they're not backed up by God's word, are nothing. Yeah. Without him, we can do nothing, right? And so, um, you know, Jesus says that uh, my kingdom is not of this world. For if my kingdom were of this world, my servants would fight. And uh, and so we are called to uh, be in the world, but not of the world. And so that's what we're doing here on Kingdom Talk. Every Saturday from 12 to 1, that's 1550 KXEX. Uh, it's 1550 on the AM dial. And don't forget, we're we're now up, we're on Spotify, we're on Apple. So if you miss an episode, you could always go back and listen if you if you miss us happen to miss us on a Saturday. That's true. Also YouTube. Yes. And so do. to go ahead and like and subscribe, that'd be great uh, to help us get the word out because the more that people that do that, that share the content, the more people are going to hear the gospel. We're on Instagram now. There you go. Instagram. That's awesome. That's yeah. just this week. Thank you, Phil, yeah. for that. You did a great job and I appreciate all that you're doing. We do. And it's just uh, important because we do want as many people to be set free, to have the hope, to have the love, the joy of the Lord is our strength. Yes. And we want to share that joy with everybody. And uh, that's why that's why we're here. And so as we move forward with uh, the onslaught, of ideologies, leftist ideology, Marxist ideology, CRT, abortion ideology, 
LBGTQ plus, um, globalism. These are all big issues, but these are all dealt with in the scripture. You know, globalism and, and people want to speak about, about, you know, Christian nationalists. Well, you know, God was for nations. He created nations. He caused them to have boundaries. It says in Acts 17, he gave nations boundaries and he divided us into nations because at the Tower of Babel, we were becoming a globalist society, one world government, one world religion, one world economy. God said, no, I'm going to confound your language. I want you as nations. Well, who wants a one world system, one world economic, political, and religious, false religious system? Yeah. You see it everywhere. You, you see it. It's happening. Yeah. And so we must, the Bible speaks on this. And that's why we bring these subjects up, again, not to be political, but to be principled yeah. and to be biblical. And so, you know, what do you say, like, for those who are afraid to talk on these things? I mean, what, what I mean, are you, do you hear that much or what, what goes on? I mean, your, your pastor's not afraid to do this. Oh, no, he, he does not shy away from, from that. And also to where I came from, Pastor Jim Franklin, yeah. Cornerstone, uh, two mighty great men of God who have the fight for, fight for our families, fight for our community. Yeah. And, uh, Pastor Franklin always says, uh, bringing our city back to God, we got to bring our, our family back to God, bring our society back to God. Absolutely. I want to give a shout out to Pastor Jim Franklin for his leadership with regards to this press conference that we're going to be heading to here in just a few minutes out in front, actually near City Hall, but it's just right around the corner there at Eden Park. Um, And uh, for these pastors and leaders that are courageously putting their name uh, on that statement, which will be released at 10 a.m. So we're, we're not supposed to put that out until after the press conference or at the press conference. So, um, Next week on Kingdom Talk, we will be reading yes. from that statement here. Yes. Yes. And it'll give uh, every our listeners a chance to really hear the heart of these leaders, these godly men yes. who are taking a stand for truth in love here in the heart of California. These are kingdom leaders. And uh, you all are citizens of the kingdom. So let's uh, continue to move forward in faith and confidence Proving all things, holding fast to that which is good. And so, you know, the the enemy wants to bring division into the church that's in the culture. And uh, again, that's why this issue is so important, this prayer that was prayed, this really blasphemous uh, statement that was made. Um, and blasphemy literally means to speak against. Uh, that's literally what the word means. And... Uh, that's what was done there. And you had you had a, a, a talking about taking the stand. You you got on your soapbox. You wrote an open letter, right? Oh, to uh, the great honorable governor Gavin Newsom. And I, I read this, and I'm like, okay, this is. I didn't even know it was from you when I first read it. I'm like, oh, this is an official official letter. Let's make it an open though. You want to read it? Uh, I, it got to come from you. Go for uh, it. I'll go, go ahead and read it. it. I'll go okay. ahead and read it. I actually wrote that this morning, believe it or oh, not, right. and sent that off. And so, um, uh, dear okay. Governor Newsom, and the title of it is Abortion Bills in California. Stop pushing, promoting, or signing every radical abortion bill coming across your desk in Sacramento. In times past, many said they were for choice. 
that wanted to have as few abortions as possible in our society. That's changed. Now the pro-choice movement has largely become radicalized, wanting to foster as many abortions as possible. Do not use my tax dollars in this way. We will all be held accountable by Almighty God for our decisions and our actions. May God have mercy on all of us! Exclamation point. I am praying for you in Jesus' name. Please make decisions based on principle, not partisan politics or extremist agendas. Sincerely, Dennis McCourt. Yeah. And I knew that we got to get that in there. That was that's that's an amazing movie. That's exactly what we need to be doing. Scream! Shout out from the rooftop! Stop pushing, promoting! Stop! Stop already! Hello! Thank draw you the, for bringing draw that up. Line it. Draw yeah. the line in the sand. I wasn't no gonna. I, wasn't, I forgot about that, and I'm glad you brought that up. And that that is what we're wanting to do on Kingdom Talk is to demonstrate how do we take a stand as citizens in mercy and truth. All the paths of the Lord are mercy and truth. So what what, were you, what gave you this idea? Like, I need to just, I'm going to write a letter. You know, it, it was it came to me like yesterday. I'm, I'm just thinking about how that, um, you know, I need to, uh, to speak up on this. There's so many bills. There, there's like a bill manufacturing machine up there. Yeah. You know, I wish they would just stay home and do nothing. We would be better off in Sacramento, <laughs> honestly. I mean, yeah. not even hyperbolically. I'm just saying, yeah. matter of fact, stay home. And do nothing in Sacramento. We'd be a lot better off. Government needs to get out of our way. Yeah, you know, and and so and and so you know, there's so many bills. There's AB two 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 three, which is you know been labeled the infanticide bill, which is allowing uh, up to 30 days after the baby being born, if it dies in relationship Jeez. to an abortion yeah. or a birth, that you can't even prosecute that person. So it's it's gone. It's become radicalized. It's about flying people in using our tax dollars from other states to have abortions here. If and when, which it yeah. looks like it's going to be overturned, Roe v. Wade out of the Supreme yes. Court. So I'm realizing this, and I'm thinking, you know, how do I just get a blanket word out there? I also sent a letter to um, Diane Feinstein, who is our senator, uh, and and uh, and made that uh, same statement. And so uh, we do need to speak up. We need to be salt and light and be courageous uh, in this hour uh, as we go forward. And Phil, I just I thank you so much for. For being here uh, today on Kingdom Talk. Oh yes, and we look forward to having Lodo back. Yeah, we'll be talking about uh, tonight today's press conference. We will, and other things as well that yes. are so important for us as citizens of the kingdom. And uh, Lodo always has a good word, but he's got a great heart, and uh, he sees things that that many of us don't see. Yes, and we love him, and we're grateful that we're together here every Saturday from twelve to one. On Kingdom Talk Radio, that's fifteen fifty KXEX, the best talk in town. And so, let's go forward today with hope, with joy, with a lift in our heel, because we know that Jesus Christ is Lord, and we've read the end of the book. You know, the veil's been rent, and we are pressing on into the throne room of God. We come boldly under the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help. In the time of need. Well, this is a time of need, but it's also a time of hope. It's a time of love. It's a time of joy. It's a time. It is the time for you and I, as citizens of the kingdom of God, to go forth in faith and confidence. For such a time as this, God has put us here in the kingdom. We'll talk to you soon. See you next week. Talk to you next week. God bless. God bless.